0: This is going to be a special, intensely valuable episode for you today because if I could go back to the beginning of my content marketing career, if I could go back to when I started writing and publishing and and trying to spread messages online, these are the three things that I would tell myself. If I could only tell myself three things back when I was a beginner, that would have the biggest impact. All of these are counterintuitive. Kind of you can't read them anywhere else online. They're unique lessons that I'm going to pass on to you today. I'm John Morrow, and this is Breakthrough the Noise. A podcast about rising above all the noise out there, all the endless ads and content and notification and get people to pay attention to you. Not just for a moment, not just for one poster video. On this podcast, you'll learn how to create lifelong fans who hang on your every word so you never have to break through the noise again. It's crazy to say this, but over the last 10 years, my writing has connected with over 200 million people. I've broken through the noise in a crazy way. And these are some of the biggest lessons, which, by the way, I mean, these are applicable to beginners as well as advanced people. I think a lot of these things will be unique things that you haven't heard before. Okay. And so let's dive right in. This may be a little bit of a long episode, but I just wanted to pack the beginning of this podcast with as much value as we possibly can. So here we go. The first lesson is you can't make people care. You can't make people care. And you might wonder, well, what do I mean by that? And what I mean is a lot of people, they start doing content marketing, whether that's a podcast or writing blog posts or a YouTube channel or social media, they do it because they have something they care about that they want to spread. Sometimes that's a business or product or, or sometimes it's a cause. Sometimes it's something you believe in. It's a change you'd like to make in the world. And you see content marketing as a way of doing that. And I did the same thing when I got started and I still do the same thing today. But the big mistake that people make is assuming that content marketing is a way to get people to care about something they don't already care about. And let me give you an example. We have a content marketing certification program, and we teach writers how to get certified to become content marketers. Now, in itself, no one would care about that. That's a product that we have that I want to spread the word about, but there's nothing inherently interesting in that to writers. When they get up in the morning, No one says, well, geez, honey, I would love to become a content marketer today. That never happens. All right. So what we did to spread the message wasn't to try to make people care about becoming a content marketer. What we do is we link what they already care about to our content marketing product. All right. This is the key. You can't make people care But you can link what you care about to what they care about. Because writers, for example, to go back to the same example, they care about earning more money and having more freedom in their lives. So what we do is we don't write a a blog post about 14 reasons why you should become a content marketing specialist. We write a blog post about how to make six figures as a freelance marketer or how to travel the world and get paid to write whenever you feel like it. Those things are things that they already care about before they even hear about us. Those are pre-existing desires. So what we do is we link the content marketing course as a way of accomplishing those things. Let's go through another example here. Let's say that you want to get people to use their cell phones less which is one of my pet sort of peeves is that people spend so much time on their cell phones and I actually believe it's bad for humanity, okay? So how would I spread that message? If I were to blog post about 14 reasons why you should stop using your cell phone, no one would care. But if I were to blog post about how I made $50,000 by not using my cell phone for a year, people would pay attention because people want $50,000, right? It's immediately interesting. So what I would do is I would link my cause, which is don't use your cell phones as much, to money. The way that I would do that is what I've noticed is people who use their cell phones less actually make more money, and there are some reasons why, all right? It comes down to focus mainly. So I would write an article. Maybe the headline again would be, I got paid fifty grand to stop using my cell phone for a year. Here's what happened. That would probably go viral. So what I'm saying here is you've got to link what you care about to what they care about. Now there are three things that all people care about. Money, relationships, and health. And when I talk about relationships, I'm not just talking about romantic ones, I'm talking about friendships, relationships with your family, your your parents your kids whatever the case may be those are the three things all people care about so if you want to spread your message you can connect that message whether it's for a product or a cause to one of those existing desires and more than likely it will spread much 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 better but do not try to get people to care about your thing they don't care. All you can do is link what you care about to what they care about. Okay, lesson number two. Do not model the masters. Do not model the masters. Chances are you've heard from other success teachers that if you want to become successful at something, go find someone else who is successful and do what they do. And that's how you can become successful yourself. In content marketing and in breaking through the noise, specifically, this is almost never true. It is an exception to the rule. And if I had learned this early on, it would have saved me so much time and so many headaches because I would try what other masters were doing and it would never work for me and I would wonder why. So what I'm going to do right now is tell you why that is. The first reason is the masters of content marketing, whether it's YouTube, writing blog posts, whatever, are almost always freaks. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that they have exceptional gifts, freakishly high gifts. I'm not talking genius level. I'm talking way beyond genius level. I'm talking best alive level. Okay, so a good way to think about this is pro basketball players are freakishly tall, okay? If you really love basketball and you practice basketball every day and you try to go to the pros, but you are not, like, at least six foot five, chances are you are going to struggle. Now, yes, there are exceptions, but in general, pro basketball players are freakishly tall. Tech billionaires like Bill Gates... Peter Thiel and Elon Musk are freakishly logical. They have a freakish ability to turn off their emotions and analyze the logic of a particular pattern in a way that most people would never be capable of no matter how hard they try, all right? And then, I mean, not to compare myself to any of these people because, I mean, those people are amazing, but, like, when it comes even to writing... Okay, so to draw this back to content marketing, I once wrote 2,000 words a day, every day for three years straight without stopping. Christmas morning, I woke up and I wrote my words, my 2,000 words, before I opened my presents. I was in a car accident. I had them bring my laptop into the hospital so that I could write my words. I had a freakish dedication to becoming a better writer, I still do. And because of that, my ability to write content that goes viral is way, way beyond what most people could do. And so, now I'm not saying this so that I can discourage you. I'm not saying this so that you quit. What I'm saying is, if you wanna become a good writer, if you don't have that kind of freakish dedication, I'm probably the last person you should study. The real secret, and this is so big, this is so powerful, so stick with me, okay, is to study the people who don't belong. Study the people who don't belong. So if I wanted to become a basketball player, now I have a disability, so this is probably never going to happen. But if I did, I would study the ones who aren't tall, who aren't tall who don't have that freakish ability because that freakish, the freakish height, I'll never be able to get it. If you wanted to become a writer, a blogger, that's getting a ton of traffic, the bloggers who I would study are the people who are not good writers. And yet they still get tons of traffic. And I would ask, why? So study the people who don't belong who are not freaks and you will learn so much more than if you study freaks, all right? And the masters are almost always freaks. So be careful with this. Reason number two is that with content marketing, the tactics change over time. And this is the same in any high-tech field with a lot of technology in it. It's changing so rapidly that if you try to use a tactic that someone used two years ago, chances are it will not work today because it has changed. And you can see this on larger scales with, with, with other things. So, for example, teachers used to spank students. If you're a teacher now and you spank a student, you might go to jail. All right, quarterbacks in the NFL almost never pass the ball like over 50 years ago. Now they pass it all the time. Bloggers used to put a list of keywords at the bottom of their articles so that they could try to rank for it. If you do that now, you can actually get banned by Google. So what I'm saying is if you are going to study what's happening, don't study what someone like me did 10 years ago to get started because a lot of the time, it won't work. What you want to study is what's working in the last six months. So right now, whenever I study what's happening in the industry, I never really pay much attention to what was happening two or three years ago. I want to find out what's happening right now. Right now. Okay, And the closer I can get to right now, the more valuable that information Is because things are changing so quickly and this is true for podcasting for blogging for YouTube yes there are principles that don't change don't get me wrong but the tactics themselves they change all the time all right reason number three your role changes when you succeed so when I was a beginner becoming successful was about learning how to create great content so I wrote 2,000 words a day and I was successful now that I am the CEO of a blogging company now that I have lots of employees and revenue writing 2,000 words a day is actually not what moves the business forward what moves the business forward is for me to become a better leader especially when it comes to strategy all right So what that means is, if you studied what I'm doing right now, you would be studying business strategy, all right? But chances are, that's not what you need to know in the beginning of your career. And you can see this in other things as well. I mean, try parenting your 20-year-old the same way you do your two-year-old. It just doesn't work, right? You have to learn different skills as a parent when your child ages. Now, do some of the principles stay the same, like love your child? Yes, absolutely. But again, the tactics change when you succeed. So the tactics that I'm using right now, even to get traffic, are completely different than what you should be doing. Because, by the way, a lot of those tactics are expensive. I'm spending money, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars, Chances are you can't do that right now. So what you want to do is study the tactics that are being used right now or in the last six months by beginners, okay, by successful beginners who don't belong. That's your ideal case study. If you can find those people, you will learn more from them than you will from studying the masters. And so that's kind of what I focus on whenever I'm teaching anything new. I look not at what I'm doing. I very rarely talk about what I do these days. But I try to find other beginners that are having freakish, weird success. They don't seem to belong and they're succeeding right now. That's very, very interesting to me, and it should be interesting to you. Okay, the last lesson is that standing out is a competitive sport. Or more accurately, it's actually many competitive sports. And and here's what I mean. People lump a lot of things into the content marketing category. Writing blog posts, building a popular Facebook account, creating videos for YouTube. Everyone refers to that as content marketing, Okay. And so people assume that it's the same thing, that if you can learn how to write a blog post, they gets a lot of traffic that you should be able to do those other platforms as well. And that's just not the case. What it is, is that being good at content marketing is like being an athlete. Blogging and Facebook and YouTube and all the other platforms are each other different types of sports. They're each different types of sports. And the rewards go to the people in the top 1%. Same as sports. The people who are in the top 1% make more money than sometimes like everybody on the team combined. All right? So here's what I mean by that. If you're a beginner and you pay attention to all of those things and you're studying how to write blog posts and you're studying how to build a popular Facebook account, and you're studying how to build a YouTube channel, you're actually studying like five different sports at the same time. You're trying to become a best in class baseball player, basketball player, football player, tennis player, all at the same time. What do you think the odds are that you're gonna make that work? Zero, right? Nobody can do that. So a good rule of thumb, and stay with me here, each sport you choose to play, so each type of content marketing you decide to do, will take you more than likely two to three years of daily practice to reach the top 1%. Two to three years of daily practice. So if you want those outsized rewards That's what you need to focus on is choosing just one of those things and becoming really, really, really good. I'm really good at written blog content. I focused on that for 10 years exclusively. I totally ignored podcasts, YouTube, Facebook accounts, all of those things. And I got over 200 million visitors and also made millions of dollars in the process, all right? So what I'm telling you is you need to focus on one of these areas. Now, the objection to this lesson here that you might be thinking is, well, John, you know, I don't want to be in the top 1%. I just want to sell more of my product or I want people to use their cell phones less. And here's what I would say to that. The the good news, the, the first piece of good news, okay, is you really only need to master one of these types of content marketing if you want to break through the noise. Not all of them. So don't worry about all the different platforms. If, you, if you're if you sitting there thinking, John, there's just so much to learn, you know, they told me I'm supposed to build a Facebook account and do YouTube videos and start a podcast and write blog posts and on on. on. It's overwhelming. You now officially have my permission from one of the top content marketers in the world to stop focusing on all of those things and just focus on one of those things. You will be far, 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 far more successful. Good news number two is the skills that you learn getting good in one of these areas have lasting value. So even though I'm now starting to branch out to other forms of content marketing, what I learned as a writer have It still has incredible value over the long term. And that value, those skills will last my entire life. I will be one of the best writers online probably until the day I die. Okay. Now, that's not to say again that the tactics won't change. I'll have to update my tactics all the time. But the skills that I picked up along the way those stay relevant a lot of time for your entire life you get value from those from your entire life so if you want to make a lot of money focus on building valuable skill sets in these areas all right good news number three is if all of this sounds incredibly overwhelming and you just want to quit okay you could hire people with these skill sets it's not all that difficult It just costs money. So hire an agency, all right? And what I mean by that is, listen, if you're a dentist, be a dentist, okay? Don't write blog posts. Don't create podcasts. Pay other people to do that. You already have a very valuable skill, which is being a dentist, so go be a dentist. There are lots of content marketers who have spent a decade honing in their skills are they cheap no they're not but if you're a dentist you can still probably afford to pay them and the same goes for lots of other businesses if you are the CEO of a company chances are you should not be focusing on these things you should be hiring other people who can help you focus on these things and that way you can play multiple sports at the same time and win all right now if you're a beginner If you're just getting started, say, John, I don't have the kind of money to pay for people like that, then focus on building your skills in one of these areas, and you can start seeing rewards very fast. So those are three huge lessons. I hope they're helpful to you. They break a lot of the myths that are out there around getting good at content marketing, about breaking through the noise, about getting your message heard, and they might be hard to hear. But if you pay attention to those three things, and you, you can take that hard advice, you can swallow the bitter medicine, you will succeed so much faster and so much easier. You'll save so much time and money because you won't make a lot of the same mistakes I did earlier in my career. All right. If you're enjoying this, if you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends. It's the only way the podcast will grow. And I'd like to get it to as many people as possible. Help me break through the noise. I will genuinely appreciate it. And with that, we are done for today. I'll see you in the next episode.